Good, Ian. I just want to introduce myself. I'm David Sanchezi, and I have a Big Red Wave Facebook page that has over 1.55 million members. And I just want to do a quick story on you. I've been watching your story. I love what you guys are doing. You guys are heroes. I don't know if you know that right now, but people love what you're doing. But there's also people who don't know what's going on. And those are people on my page. And I want to get that story out in your own words real quick. And basically, I want you to tell us how the New Jersey government is basically denying you your civil liberties and your, your rights, basically. You know, so I just, real quick, tell us your story and give me what you got. Sure. Um, well, at the beginning, just like everybody did back in March, uh, we All right, were told to shut down our businesses and shut down our lives. Um, and you know, we weren't excited about it, but in, in, in that moment in time, it was in the interest of public safety and public health, um, or at least we thought it was. Um, and that was, that was a credible threat at the time. So that's something as, as somebody who respects their country and, and, and respects their fellow citizens, you know, that that was something I was willing to do. Um, and so was my partner. So we shut down, uh, but very quickly we started to smell smoke. Um, and we were right. There was fire. It was, it was political. Um, you know, we, we had that, that feeling very early on. Um, you know, but Frank says it best, you know, on day 11 of a shutdown, you pass a $2.6 trillion uh, spending bill, stimulus bill, where you're giving money to people for 16 weeks. Um, that, that does, that, to me, that, that raised a major red flag. And we started kind of digging into all this. And, you know, the more we looked and the more we did our homework, we watched every single uh, press briefing from Governor Murphy. We've read every single executive order. We've looked at all the numbers ourselves. We've done the numbers ourselves. We, we, we researched coronavirus ourselves, the dangers, the newest information coming out. And very quickly, we realized that whether it's intentional or not, coronavirus was hijacked for political reasons. And, and we decided that we weren't going to be the fodder on the battlefield uh, between the two, the two battling sort of uh, ideologies, that we were going to stand up for ourselves and we weren't going to be ransom in this political war. Um, so... We, we made a stand. Uh, two months in, we put out a plan very publicly. And um, it was a good one. We, we spent a lot of time. 15-point safety protocol, it's still what we use today. And I stand my ground when I say it's the best small business plan and big business plan in the country to keep people safe. Uh, we went so far above and beyond that the idea of shutting us down would be ludicrous. Um, you know, they're, they're, they allowed big box stores to stay open um, and, and just kind of, you know, operate with slap a cloth mask on your face and wipe your cart down. Um, and that was safe, you know, and we went so far above and beyond, uh, and we're still to this day deemed, uh, unsafe. Um, you know, so we put that plan out publicly and we, we did so, so that government could reach out to us and work with us. Um, you know, because that's at the, at the core of things, that's how government's supposed to work. They're supposed to work for the people. And by working for the people, that means you work with the people. So we put it out there publicly. We announced we were going to open in the hopes that government would come to us and want to have a discussion. And to date, they have not. They have not taken one look at our plan. They don't want to because it is a good plan and it does keep people safe and it destroys the idea that some businesses can't be open while others can. Uh, to date, they have put forth no scientific evidence whatsoever that proves that any business is any more dangerous than another. 
Um, there's zero science to back up all of their claims and we've asked for it and we're going to continue to ask for it and moving forward in court, we're going to present our own science. We're going to bring in an epidemiologist. We're going to bring in a, uh, a, an occupational uh, health expert, take a look at the facility, give it an honest third party look and write a report on it and talk about what we're doing. Because um, right now we have 23,000 visits to the facility since June 16th and not a single case has been reported. Um, you know, so when we opened, of course, right away, the only thing government did was reach out to punish us. We received citations on day one. Uh, day two, one of our members wound up getting arrested um, and several other members were cited. Frank and I again were cited. Wednesday, same thing. They set up a camera in the back corner of the parking lot over here. I'm actually outside, so excuse the background noise. Um, they set a camera and they were pulling people over down the road. Um, and then finally on Wednesday, they came in with a health department shutdown that um, no health department official ever stepped foot inside of our building. Um, and they just came and slapped a sticker on the door in the middle of the night and said, you shut down because of coronavirus. Again, no science to date, no evidence that proves there were any more of a danger to the public than riding on a public transportation bus at 100% capacity, which is allowed. So Ian, um, I'm sorry to interrupt. Ian, the health department yes. didn't come in and make any kind of inspection. They didn't take swabs on the off the equipment surfaces or anything. Not a single, not nothing. Nothing. They to just take. came sneaking in the middle of the night and stuck a sticker on your door saying it's. Uh, it's uh. It's that orange sticker right over there. Okay, gotcha. It's a, no a notice of embargo it just means that you're shut down. They basically said we're shut down because this place is crawling with coronavirus. Is the the summary of what they're saying without um, any without any proof for nothing, anything to nothing, base no, that no, decision on no due process whatsoever um there's no it's, it's the equivalent of a police officer walking up to your house and searching your house and saying because i feel like it um or because i don't like the way you look or i don't like the color of your skin or i don't like the car you drive um there's there's zero due process here um, they, they it sounds like zero science also. So uh. Yeah, it's, and they've been asked. Uh, they've been asked to report that science, um, and they, they ducked the question very quickly. So moving forward in court, we're going to continue to push for that science, and we're going to present our own. Uh, and the fact of the matter is, is that we will not shut down unless you show us that science. If you can show us the science that shows that this gym or any gym or indoor dining or movie theaters or all these places that are still closed. If you can show me some hard, credible science that proves that we are more of a danger to the public than any other place, we'll happily shut down. Because I'm not, I'm not in this to hurt anybody. I'm not in this for selfish means. I'm in this to protect my constitutional rights that are being uh, really infringed upon at this point. So, and I know that they won't show the science because they, if they had it, they would have showed it already. Hey, let me interject real quick. Um, I can't believe that in the greatest country in the world, Americans will be denied due process. It's just incredible when I hear your story that they won't even talk to you about it and try to come to some kind of mutual agreement. So I have a question for you. If there was, is there anything you would do differently or are you proud the way you did everything as of right now? No, I wouldn't change a thing. Um, no, I wouldn't change a thing. We've made some mistakes along the way. Okay. Uh, but we've, we've learned from those mistakes and they've, they've helped us kind of adapt our game. Um, you know, when we got into this, you know, this wasn't political for us. Um, you know, this was about survival right. for us. This was about survival and this was about preserving, you know, the country that we love. 
and it wasn't a left to right thing. It wasn't anything like that. It was a, it was a right and wrong thing. Um, and to tell millions of Americans around the country that they're not essential and feeding their families is not essential. I'm sorry. That's fucking bullshit. I, and, I, agree, and I, I, I agree. I'll never apologize for taking a stand about that. Um, and, and governor Murphy is the one who turned it political and he is the one who turned it personal. Uh, and he is the one who turned it into a pissing contest because all he had to do was reach out. If he, if he was really interested in public health, let's talk public health, you know, cause if you, if you want to have a conversation about public health, you got to have a conversation about individual health. And that's what we do. That's what we specialize in. You come into this gym and you talk to anybody here, you know, one of the, one of the easiest criticisms people throw is like, Oh, a gym's not essential. You guys just want to look good. And it's like, you know, if you're making statements like that, then you really don't understand what the gym is all about. We, we got people in here who severe, who deal with severe PTSD, um, recovering addicts. I mean, for people like that, this is their therapy. This is their medication. This is their saving grace. You know, we have uh, Afghan and, and uh, Iraqi war vets in here who deal with major, major issues inside their own heads. And, and you know, these are, these are guys that have seen and done a lot and been through it. Um, and all they want is a normal life. And all they want is to be able to be fathers to their children and husbands to their wives. And, and this is, this is where they come to do that. Um, instead of going to the bottle, instead of relying on drugs from the VA, because that's the only solutions they're going to offer. You know, we got cops, firefighters, first responders here. Uh, we're surrounded by a couple major hospitals. So we got nurses who work in trauma care units, people who just have high stress jobs and high stress lives. You know, it's important to be able to come here. It's important to be able to come and socialize and feel better, look better. Um, you know, and, and again, if we're talking about public health, it starts with the individual. That's what the gym is all about, you know, um, and they're so, they're so worried about everybody dying. You know, the number, the number one underlying, um, condition of, of dying from coronavirus is obesity. That is the number one. It's, it's prevalent in almost 90% of the cases, you know, and it's like, that's important. Yes. Um, public health is not this one dimensional entity you know, that starts and ends with COVID, you know, public health is a, is a very, very complex concept and we can't just drop all of it and just worry about COVID. You know, there's people who are suffering because they can't get to the gym. There's people who are suffering because they, for months, they couldn't get to the doctor um, because nothing mattered except for coronavirus. And that's what we're fighting against. You're right. All right. Let me ask you something real quick. I read somewhere where you guys were getting fined $15,000 a day. That's an incredible number. I don't even know how they could justify that. But what I want you to do is, one, tell me if that is true. And two, how can we help you if you have a GoFundMe, whatever it is that you have? And listen, I got your back 100%. I'm not here just to help you out with that. But you have my number now. If you need anything, I'm a retired cop. You need anything, you reach out to me. I'll do whatever I can to help you. I'll get people down there, whatever you need, man, because I love your story. And we need more people like you. I don't know your political background, but I know I'm, I consider myself a conservative and I know too many conservatives are sitting around not doing anything and watching and hoping for the election to come and then hoping that Donald Trump wins and everything will be all right. But what I've seen here, I don't see anything getting better. And I think it's time we have to stand up and fight. And what you're doing to me is, is a way to lead, man. You're a leader, man. I just, I don't know if you know that, but I, I love what you guys are doing, you know? So one, is it, is it $15,000 a day? And two, tell me where we could donate to help you out. So right now we have, um, we have a couple things going on. We are being fined 15,400 and something odd dollars and 50 cents a day. 
Um, starting on August 10th, we've been fined that amount every day. We also have to pay litigants, litigants rights fees in the amount of $46,000. We also have to pay attorney general fees in the amount of north of $10,000. So basically what they're trying to do at this point is they're trying to bankrupt us. Um, and Governor Murphy in the court documents, you know, you can, these are public documents. In the court documents in his latest uh, motion for contempt of court, they request this amount and they justify it by saying that we have it in our GoFundMe account. And our GoFundMe account is a legal defense fund. So these guys are, these guys are not afraid of their actions. They're saying that they're infringing on our right to uh, get legal counsel. They're, they're hindering our ability to, to defend ourselves um, by financially crippling us. And they openly state it. Um, which to me is, if that doesn't alarm you, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on or where your political views lie. If, if, if politicians feel that comfortable um, doing that, I think, I think that we really need to start thinking about the people that we elect uh, and, and what we allow them to do. Um, because the, the overreach is just absolutely insane. Um, so there's, there's a lot of ways that, that people can get involved. I'd like to remind everybody it's not all financial. Um, the, you know, the, the GoFundMe and stuff helps. Um, but a huge thing is, is the exposure that we've gotten, you know, so I invite, I invite everybody to follow along on social media. Um, I am very active on Instagram, but also on Facebook, you can follow Ian Smith fitness on Instagram, or you can follow Attilis Jim Belmar on Instagram. Um, I tend to be the most active, but I post as many updates as possible. Also on Facebook, you can follow me, Ian Andrew, uh, or Attilis Jim Belmar. Um, we're constantly posting updates. One of the most powerful weapons we have is the fact that so many people care and so many people are continuing to share this story. I can't, uh, I can't stress enough how powerful that is because every time it gets shared, whether you got a, a million followers and a million friends or you got 20, uh, the story gets out there and it's spider webs and it snowballs. And our biggest weapon through all of this has been all of these outrageous punishments that Governor Murphy has dished out he now has to answer to the public for them. Um, and, and we're not afraid to stand up and continue to take those punches to show how far that these people will go to enforce their will. Because if they're gonna do it, they're gonna have to do it in front of the whole world. Um, so that's, it. that's an easy way to share for people who don't have the ability to help out financially. Um, the information to my, our GoFundMe is on my bio, but you can just type in Attila's Gym um, Court Relief. Um, there's a couple, there's like some fake ones. So just be careful. Uh, it's called Attilus Jim court relief. And, uh, there's a picture of one of our members getting arrested. The link to that is in my bio on my Instagram. Um, so just in case you want to make sure you're doing the right thing there yeah. you can always come down. Uh, we're, we're always asking for help on social media. So if you follow on social media, sometimes we need people to come down and, and kind of keep watch at night. You know, we'll have three, four people sitting out here, making sure that they don't come arrest us in the middle of the night because we do live here at this point. Um, and that gives Frank and I the ability to put our guard down and sleep for a couple hours um, or stuff like that. You know, that's, those are all easy ways to help. The GoFundMe is there. You can come down get a membership and use the facility. That's another way to support. Um, we also have merchandise available for anybody who wants to help support our cause by, by rocking us around in t-shirts and hats, stuff like that. So any of those ways help. And, and we always, we, we appreciate the support no matter what form it comes in. Okay. One more question. One way I think we can help is who can we email, who can we call, and who could we send uh, letters to? Who can we, who, who, who in, in the government down there, who could we send, you know, our stories to and tell them why they're doing what they're doing is wrong? Governor Murphy is a good start. 
Uh, Judith Persichelli of the Health Department is a good start. Um, judge Robert Lugie of Mercer County Superior Court. He's the judge. Um, you know, it, and that's a start. Um, the problem is, is that these people don't care. They don't care what you and I have to say. Um, you know, so I, I invite people to write them just to show that there's record that they have been um, sort of put on notice by the public that, that we're unhappy um, and that, that they need to, to change their policy. You know, but this battle is going to be won politically. Um, so that's a small aspect of it, and I invite anybody to. Um, but just keep in mind that these, these people don't care, and they've shown it over and over again. I got you, brother. Um, listen, thank you for your time. I know you're busy. I'm going to take a ride down there. I'm going to join up the club, and I'd I love to meet you in person, man, because I'm telling you, you don't realize what you're doing, but there's people who love you for it, man. You know, like I said, people want to do what you're doing, and you're actually doing it. You're living the dream. I mean, it's not a dream, but you live in the fight. You know what I mean? People, yeah. people don't have the courage to do what you do. That, that's basically what I mean. They don't have the courage. I hear people talking about it all the time, but you're doing it, man, and thank you for what you're doing, okay? Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you, brother. All good? Yeah, all good. well, good. Thank you. All right, cool. Thanks. Right. Let me know if you need anything at all, guys. And if I, if I need something, I'll shoot you a message, all right? Absolutely. All right, thank good you, luck to you. you Thanks, guys. God bless. All right, bye -bye. Thank you. Went pretty good, right? Very good. Thank you.